Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I am your host, Hannah Golding. Um, and I always like I always want to have like a little fancy intro, but I don't think that's me. Um, I mean, I could make it like, <laughs> but you're not here for the fancy intro, little little jingleongs and things like that. Um, jingle. I was going to say jingles and sing along, and that's the word I came up with. Um, yes, <laughs> but welcome. Um, so wanted to talk about a few things. First of all, thank you to everyone who voted for us for the Natural Beauty International Awards. Um, so we were in the top three. So of course we were shortlisted um as the nominations to vote, and then the top three are announced, and then the winner. Um, and we were top three for pageant business and top three for pageant coach, and then myself, I got top three for um most inspirational, and I won community inspiration so i'm super happy with that the trophies are absolutely gorgeous and definitely if you had been attacked in the night they would make some damage um <laughs> so you know always gotta be protected when you're in a pageant room like you like i am now i say a pageant room it's my bedroom but of course i have the earring stands and all the sashes and the crowns you know a single woman lives here <laughs> but anyway thank you so much the votes really counted um the um votes for pageant business there was like between one vote between first and second and although I'd love to think I'm second um I probably was third I'm not sure I didn't hear so maybe I was maybe I wasn't um (laughs) but second runner up is kind of like my vibe I mean the amount of times I've placed second runner up (laughs) is uh ridiculous um probably like eight nine times I think just thinking back um so yeah that probably was uh <laughs> but thank you so much of course the peers are still open for votes and nominations so your girl here there's no podcast on there let's get the podcast on no it's in pageant media um which we were very lucky enough to win last year um so super excited to be up for it again <sighs> but i wanted to talk to you about something important or something that's been weighing on my mind um because I've had a few inboxes lately and I've had some conversations and it's kind of just rubbed me up the wrong way and I always feel like with this podcast I'm going to be like so transparent with you um that's why you listen because I'm not going to give you like a wishy-washy like version of pageants because you know that that's not what it is um (laughs) but I think a few things that was sad, kind of just made me think like, hmm, not really feeling that right now. So the title of this is to queen or not to queen. And I feel like with my long years of service to the pageant land, uh, (laughs) um, I feel like I have a very good um, opinion with this because I've competed in a number of different systems um I competed for a number of different reasons and the reason why I got into pageantry is going to be completely different um to most people or like why I stay in pageants I think is another big reason um but yeah I've recorded this episode like three or four times and like the last one it was like 20 minutes before I actually got to the punchline so I mean <laughs> I'll try and add all that conversation on at the end um <laughs> 
So I'll take you back to my first year of competing, 2010. Long time ago, right? Um, <laughs> I entered my very first pageant, which was a regional heat for um, Miss Wiltshire, so uh, for Miss England. Uh, so it was Miss Wiltshire and Miss London. They crowned two winners. One would go to semi-finals, one would go to the national finals that year. Um, I placed the first runner-up. I was super excited. Um, it was a crazy experience and I was hooked. And I found out from Laura, because she competed in that regional heat as well. She is now, she was Mrs. Galaxy Island. She's competing again in Mrs. Galaxy Australia. So good luck. Um, Laura was one of our amazing guests at Pageant Con last year. So with all of that, um, I found out about Galaxy from her. And I always say that Galaxy is my first like national pageant, but that's a lie. Um, I consider it my first, but I actually competed in Miss Earth in the September before I then competed in March for Galaxy 2011. Um, and now, the reason why I say this, you when, when you hear my reasoning, you'll realise why. So Miss Earth, um, it's probably definitely changed. Um, when I did, this is 2010, so I'm not sure if it's the same people or not. Um, but you paid... I paid like 350 and I had a sponsor to pay that. This was years. The years when I had sponsors, um, because <laughs> I was in the paper all the time so much that my friends told me to get out of their paper. Um, which I felt was just rude. Uh <laughs> it's a little joke away, obviously. Um but you didn't get a sash until the final. So you got your regional sash, which is gorgeous. It's a fabric sash. Love a good fabric sash. Um and I was going to say, is it embroidered? But no, it's printed. I think maybe the logo might be embroidered. Um, love a good embroidery sash because that means you can actually wash it properly because um, it's all sewn in. Um, don't wash your normal sashes spot clean only because <laughs> you will lose the writing. Um, but anyway, going back to the story. So, yeah, I don't consider it because you didn't do anything in the lead up to the finals. Um, there was one like environmental like project thing. Um, and that was, what did I do? It was, um, I did something about recycling because like I entered it, but I didn't really like, I'm an eco person, but I'm not like a massive eco thing. That's why like eco pageants haven't appealed to me, but I have friends that are like massively into it. So when they ask me about what pageants, I'm like, these would be the best for you because this is a great way for your message to go across. Um, but I don't think there was an interview for this pageant. Um, I knew we were on TV that day. We marched around Blackpool. Um, but yeah, I didn't get like what the pageant was about. Like it was very, it wasn't very well organized and like looking back like it was just like the first pageant I kind of found so we've all been there um <laughs> we've all been there but um yeah at the same time I entered Galaxy um and I got my regional slash I got my Miss Sunday slash which has been here there and everywhere um I did so many appearances that slash because and I will quote and I don't think it's a direct quote from the book the appearance book that appearance book the handbook that we got back in 2010 um it could be but it was a line of something along the lines of, you know, you can let your sash like sit on the, on the shelf and gather dust or you can go out and use it. Um, and that sash <laughs> was definitely used. Um, and 
I can still see the writing now. It is quite interesting because, like, from like Galaxy Sash a second time, the writing is fade. Like my national, my UK national Miss Sash is starting to fade. Um, so I'm not sure what they were putting in the printers <laughs> back in the day. Um, they were working, but yeah, um, I didn't win, and of course I went back for missing uh for missing and again and i and i won so i got to go to semi-finals and you know it was that was my first like proper pageant experience and it was the lead up to the final it was doing the appearances the community work the charity work and then going to the final and having that final experience so when i talk about the queen or not to queen so a lot of pageants are now advertising, you know, no charity work, no appearance points, you know, and insinuating the fact that, you know, you you don't have to put in much effort. You can go in there and win. Now, this is not a tactic for all, but as I said, I had a few things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And one thing was, you know, like, our queens can relax. Our queens can relax after they've won. And... That's like cool, like everyone should relax in pageant land, but I kind of think, how is that a queen? Are they expected to not do anything? And this is where it's like to queen or not to queen. Why do you enter pageants? You have to think of why you entered and what you want to get out of the system and what you can deliver to the system because as everything, I have stories for every kind of thing you can think of. But I entered a pageant in 2014. And it was a regional heat for a national pageant. And the girl who won, um, you know, I literally just got back from Paris like two weeks ago from uh, Face of the Globe finals. So, you know, my final had ended at internationals. Like I hadn't placed that year. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, So when this opportunity came, like in the South, I was like, brilliant, sign me up. Um, <laughs> get me on that train. Um, and the person that won the regionals did not turn up to the national. And that was because it was on her bucket list. It was her bucket list to do a pageant. She'd done the pageant. She completed the bucket list. Now, I get that. I get about entering pageants for bucket lists. Like, when people turn 30, 40, you know, that experience. But... Also, like, the two girls, like, myself and the other girl, we could have had a chance to go to that Nationals, and it was taken away from us. Although I paid to go to that Finals in the end, because I really liked the system. Like, it... (laughs) You know, like, I could have done that. And that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to take the opportunity away from someone else who, quite frankly, will do a better job than you. And sometimes when people say this, it comes across as bitter. Because you're like, well, I could have done a better job than that person. They didn't use their title right. And there are many ways, like, that could and can't, and, and, you know. For me, when I look at that situation, I wasn't that fussed. Because I really liked the girl, and I obviously didn't know until, like, the finals that she wasn't turning up. Because we were talking to her, like, yeah, like, I'm going to do Swindon. Like, it's going to be so fun. Is this Southwest Girls? you know, super excited, so for me, I wasn't upset about it, and it wasn't be like, well, no, I could have done a better job, because I went in as a regional title holder, like, and I did the work that way, (laughs) like, 
it was not an issue for me. But it might have been an issue for someone else, you know? They might not have had the opportunity to be able to self-fund, to go to the national finals. And that could have been their ticket to go there. And they could have used their sash, you know, to make an impact, to make a difference. And as I said, we all enter for different reasons. You know, I entered to build confidence after an abusive relationship. I wanted something for myself. And that's why I still compete in pageants. That's another question to ask yourself, like, why do you still compete and why do you want to continue? You know, UK's National Miss will be my last, my last pageant. Um, and it sounds really weird saying that. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm taking to account, you know, a crowning year after that. Um, and I have, I have loads of events past like UK's National Miss, that's not the end all of pageants. I will still be involved in pageants. And of course I have a lifetime crown as well. So I can I can always use that. Um but it is gonna be my last pageant. Um <laughs> for a while. <laughs> there we go. Um there are as I said there's only a couple of systems that I may look into competing but for now like my body is telling me no <laughs> and my bank is telling me no and everything else is telling me no but my mind my mind just says yes girl do it um that's why i'm putting everything into this year um i'm kind of seeing if i can prove that the second year is the year i can win things um (laughs) how the all the stars line up um but anyways going on to back to that it's, it's what your choice is like i chose to compete in systems because I wanted to win, you know, for Galaxy, I wanted to go to internationals, I wanted to go to America, I'd never been to America, and, you know, I, I, I come from a poor family, like, I think as well, a lot, not a lot of people realise, like, how expensive pageants can be, but also we compare ourselves to other pageant girls, and, like, I really wish I had those opportunities, and some people are very lucky that they have the opportunities that they have through sponsorships and stuff like that, and they've worked hard to get there, but, Sometimes parents have paid for things, you know. Sometimes things have been provided for them. You can't deny that. Um, Whereas I know for me, (laughs) a lot of the times, you know, I got sponsorship at the beginning and things, but a lot of the travel, like, I couldn't, I don't drive. So, you know, I made a lot of train journeys, a lot of coach journeys. I'm very lucky now that I have a car buddy in Jade. Um you know, and it's, we always, I said, we always compare, this is not even, like, what it is now, but (laughs) this is not the subject we're talking about, but if you keep comparing yourself to other people because of, like, the money and the choices of stuff like that, like, it's not going to end well, you have to make do with, like, the best that you have, and this is also when it comes to pageants, like, I entered, because obviously, I never had the chance to go to America, and I couldn't physically afford that, um, like, I'll tell you, the only reason I got to go to um, Face the Globe the first time is Face the Globe, I placed in the top five in Southwest. And if you don't know, because this pageant is obviously disbanded, lots of drama with that. But um, the top fives, it did heat. So, like, the top fives, you could go in as any country. um, But, like, England, Scotland, Wales, um, I think Ireland at one point, they had, like, heats. So, you know, North England um north england southwest london there was a face of the year wales and scotland those were like the regional heats and um 
I placed in the top five for Southwest in 2013. I couldn't make the 2013 finals because I couldn't simply afford it. It was like £800 um, and plus all the alphas and stuff because you'd coach. So there was no flights. Just really long coach journeys. Um, and yeah, I can drive. Um, and yeah, with that, I went to the 2015 Southwest once again, placed in the top five. I would have to do self-pay. I then entered the North England, because you could compete in any regional heat, because you'd be representing England at the final. Um, I actually won the North one, so I saved the money. But the only reason I went to the 2014 finals is because I worked abroad, and I wasn't paying, like, any rent or anything like that. I had no outgoing bills, (laughs) apart from my phone. Um, Yeah, like, I... I don't think you had my phone actually. I don't think I had a I had a page go. Just use Wi-Fi everywhere. Um <laughs> I wasn't calling anyone, I was FaceTiming. Um so I had the money for that. But that's why I wanted to go to internationals and of course I was lucky enough to win in 2017 for Yemi and that was the reason why I entered. Um but the first time I entered Yemi in 2016 was of course to go to America, but also I knew that if I didn't win, that would have been stage practice for when I competed in Galaxy. Because a lot of people back in the day would enter lots of different systems to gain stage experience. Because there wasn't, you know, coaching wasn't well known. Um, You know, the coaching days were like 150, 200 pounds. Um, No virtual sessions, nothing like that. But, you know, I could compete in a pageant for 20 pounds. You know, I did that in the year of 2015. No, not 2015. <laughs> 2016. 2016, I competed in... Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Basically, I competed in April, placed in the top 10 um, for the internationals, um, placing 7th overall. And then as soon as I came back, I competed in Miss Inspiration. Um, I didn't place, but I won the Curve Award. Um, then I entered Galaxy. I was like, okay, I'm going to enter Galaxy. Um, With that, I also won entry into Catwalks Perfect. It was a new pageant. They had two finals and they stopped. Um, I placed second runner-up in that one and got 79 out of 80 for my interview. That was in September. Then in the November, I competed in... It was October, actually, I think. September, October, I'm not sure. In <laughs> in November, I competed in Yemi. I entered a week before. It was cheap entry. I entered in, um, you know, shattered confidence by all of this. <laughs> and then I didn't place, although I was told second runner up with my scores. But I'm like, you just lying to me now. Um, but I didn't win. I, I can look back and reflect and, like, realise why I didn't win. And then I entered Beauty UK, £20 entry, a week to go. Um, I won the Star Award, which is funny because I literally, like, crafted all my outfits, like, in that time. So I had to do a national outfit, um, which I won the national outfit as well. I always forget about that. <laughs> uh, and best in interview as well. Because I always remember this, and this is where transparency goes a long way. In my interview, I was asked, um, if I was to win the UK title, we know that you are competing in another pageant. Would you still continue to compete in that pageant? And I said no, because I gave myself to that title. Um, however, the contract stated then you could actually compete in 
three, like you can hold three different titles. Um, and that's the thing, you look for the clauses. Cowork Perfect had no complete clause, though they changed that the following year or changed it halfway through the rain, I'm not sure. Um, but I knew there was like a six month, and I was like, oh, the six month means that I can compete in Galaxy because I'm like, you know, obviously you look um, and plan ahead for the year. Same with Yemi, the first year had a no complete clause actually. Um, you wouldn't think of it now, but they did. <laughs> Um, I read the small print and the terms and conditions. Obviously, it changed in 2017. Um, because, you know, you got your trip to internationals. Crazy. Um, and, you know, but I knew that if I was to win, like, I wouldn't have competed in Galaxy because I was going to America. That was my dream. I would have done it. Um, and then, yeah, BTUK, I, I took home first one up and I got the England title. And I so said the England title was there, like, it was a working title, but it wasn't needed to work. And as I said, the transparency is really important. I entered those pageants for stage experience. I entered them for a chance, like, for the Emmy one, I entered for a chance to win. And this is the difference with the mentality, because I was like on the fence with Yemi the first year like it was in Cardiff I literally had like took a train there and back because I couldn't afford the stay and obviously I live in Swindon so it's not it's not too far to to get a train to Cardiff and back um you know and um arranged for I think pick up the next day on the Sunday um the lovely Jade who is now in America and she was the first one around she was gorgeous um and then of course she won diamond and got to go to america so we all got our american dream at that at that year <laughs> we did yeah we all got our american year um because she won 2017 i won late in the 2017 and then obviously i was pregnant and then she was pregnant and yeah it was it was a nice journey i love reflecting on that um and of course girls if you're in america literally book jade wade for your makeup and hair she is a magician she's incredible but anyways back to <laughs> the story of the mentality you know i entered for stage practice i entered for you know that last chance you know weekend let's go um when i came back the second year 2017 my mentality had changed because yemi was the only pageant i was competing in um you know it was the one I wanted to win, I was like, this is it, I didn't enter any other side awards, I was like, I am winning this, because this is my last chance, because I can't come back next year, because I didn't know how I would be, and this, why I joke, sometimes I say I always win on the second um, time I can enter, like, Miss Sun in the first time, I didn't win, second time I won, um, you know, well, Face the Globe took three times, three attempts. Um, like, not all my pageants, is not all of it. Um, Yemi, obviously, second time, going to internationals, second time. And I always think it's because, you know, they always say about the universe. For me, it's like, when I look back, like, they're obviously external circumstances. Last year, my hip, I had surgery. When I did Yemi, like, the internationals, I just literally gave birth. Like... <laughs> Um, and beforehand, I wasn't ready, like, the second time I did Yemi, I was completely ready, I loved the system, you know, I researched about it, I looked at every possibility, I planned my journey, I planned everything, because I knew that I wanted to be a queen that's proactive, um, and 
when I won Yemi, I was given the option of deferring my place for a year. And this is what I say about, you know, um, <laughs> what I should have done. What I should have done is defer my place for a year because then I could have come back the following year um, and would have won. However, I experienced Texas the first time, came back the second time, won. The same, you know, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to come back a second year. Like, you know, this is my year. And I did actually come back a second year. Um, but anyways, um, <laughs> I knew that there would be certain things that I couldn't do because as I was getting more and more pregnant, um, mobility was an issue. <laughs> I was literally at my last appearance a week before I gave birth on crutches. Um, very, very pregnant. Um, and I got reminded about that <laughs> a few months ago when someone posted in this story a picture um of that and it was um someone else's progress and I was like that's I feel like this is a hate crime now using my pregnant picture <laughs> it was not a fun time for me pregnancy is a joy um but <laughs> like I knew that I could work my way around this by having you know my blogs which then turn to video interviews you know and i progressed through that a lot of my pageant stuff can be done from the comfort of my own home and this is when you say the choice of you know what pageant you want to enter because i truly believe that everyone can enter any pageant apart from course restrictions with you know age and um children or marriage no one is too good enough for a pageant and no one is not enough for a pageant you know um and I feel that, I think that when we look at pageant, we're like, yeah, I really want to do that. But you have to think of, if you were to win that pageant, what would you actually do? And not a lot of people think, think about that. We always think about our crowning moment. We envision that. We, you know, dream about it. But what happens next, you know? It's like you watch a romantic movie and it cuts at the end. What happens afterwards? Because... I don't agree with the whole, um, oh, a queen should just relax for the year. No, you worked really hard for that. I don't mean that you have to, like, you know, literally put yourself into a mental breakdown because of everything you're doing. There's balance of everything. When you find that balance, it's perfect. But you have to also think of it from the director's view. That you are, this is a business. You are their advertising. And if you take the crown and then don't do anything with it, I said you took the opportunity from your first runner-up or your second runner-up or the third runner-up who had plans, who had actions, who were willing to put in the work. Or because you wanted to have that moment, you got that crown and you won't be remembered you'll be remembered as the person who won the uh, that year but what will you be remembered for and this is why it's like choosing your pageants carefully if you don't if you want to enjoy like as i said like i'm not telling you to not enter like any pageant you want to but let's be realistic here if you're going to an international there needs to be some work afterwards you know after you win because then you have the road to internationals it is my personal hate, <laughs> it's my grinds my gears, is people that go to internationals and then they don't win and then they don't do anything afterwards. And I hate it so much.
much because once again like you had your opportunity i will compare this to i will compare this to when i was in miss watcher and i've said this before the girl won she had took the finals compete in the finals didn't place it win didn't do anything with her title afterwards it literally was a decoration it was a decoration sash decoration sash and crown like she finally got it cool although i think she actually had won a regional heat before so she'd richly won two um because obviously you want to get into the finals the same with the face of growth thing you get top five but you wanted to win the actual heat because that was your paid place you know um but <laughs> enough about enough about that it's taking away the opportunity that someone could have had their true like crowning year they were in the right frame of mind they had the time to dedicate to that system and i don't agree that a queen should stop doing queen stuff just because she has a crown i do tell people to act like a queen before you are a queen you know put that work in do that stuff you know it doesn't matter what your sash says it doesn't matter what system you're representing be the queen that you want to be. Represent yourself because you are building that personal brand. You know, the same as how pageants brand themselves. And this is where I come back to the, the um, how pageants advertise themselves. Because a pageant will say, you know, no appearances, no charity work. However, in your interview, you will get asked about what you've done or what you plan to do. You know, there are pageants that are, you know, for example, let's go for Pageant Queen. Pageant Queen is a no-contracted pageant. However, you see that the queens have not entered any other pageants because they love the system. They love representing it. You know, they don't, they do what they want to do. Like, in their time, there's no pressure. And if you want that, go for that pageant. There's no interview. Um... Yeah, there's no interview. <laughs> so that's a good thing for people who, you know, don't want to have that. You've just got the stage rounds, you know. Non-contracted pageants are a great thing for that. Um, some national pageants, you know, this is always where the choosing is. I'm a very proactive queen and people say you can go to internationals. I don't want an international pageant. Um, I've done that. I've done my time. <laughs> maybe one day in the future, maybe. Um when Penelope's older but I don't want that because I don't want to have the pressure of going to an international I don't need that I want to enjoy my year as a national queen and still make the impact and still put all the effort I would if I was going to internationals but into my national pageant so with all of that um it's yeah it's deciding what pageant you want to go do you want to go to an international because if you want to go to international there is going to be work there there's going to be costs and this goes on to another thing with advertising with pageants advertising all your stuff's included yes your flights and your fees may be included but there are so many other additional costs that you need to think of when you enter a pageant there are your insurance, your visas, hair and makeup, outfits, any additional awards that you want to do, because not all pageants are going to do it, are going to include the additional awards. Um, you know, they're not going to. <laughs> There's so many. Um, you know, and also if you entered a system that said, you know, 
There is the option of you going to internationals, but we will not be covering it. You entered knowing it was an option, but you don't have to. You stay and be a queen and have that title and not. And there's kind of like a snobbery with pageantry at the moment that everyone's like, why are all these GoFundMe pages up? Why are people doing this? Why am I tagged in another raffle fundraising for someone? Why, why, why? And that's not really pageantry, is it? That's not the pageant spirit. Because these girls knew that they were competing in a pageant that it wasn't included in. And sometimes people make peace with that. I'm like, okay, cool. And then they win. And I said, this is the same thing as I said. I won in 2017 and had the option. And I was like, no, I want to go with my team right now. You know, you have the option to defer. You have the option, you know, to be a European queen. I was like, no, I'm going to go. Like, once you win, things change. <laughs> like, your attitude change. You're like, I want it. Like, I want to go. I want to grab everything that I can. And why not? Why should we not have GoFundMe pages? Why should we not help out our fellow pageant sisters? Even just a share or comment or like, cover a pound here or there. Like, just because your pageant includes it, it shouldn't mean that other pageants, <laughs> like, should be looked down on. They're not favor- favorable. And that's what I said. It, yeah. it's, it's always complicated when you speak about it because... I'm not pinning any pageants against each other. I've been in pageantry for a long time. So when you, as I said, when you see the no charity, no appearances, you still have to think that you're going to be in an interview and they're going to ask you about your plans. So even if you've done absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing, you need to have a plan. And if you're not willing to have a plan or you're not willing to put in the work afterwards... Don't do that system. Literally don't do that system. Like, do a system that is that works for you. You know? You don't have to do every other system because you're taking the opportunity away from someone else. And I just think that's selfish. I think that's just straight up selfish. And this is where everyone's like, well, Hannah, you can't say that. Yeah, I can. Because, you know, I know what it's like. I can never say... <laughs> my, my horrible weird flex is I can never say that I've not put in the work when I've been a queen. Because I know I bloody work harder as a queen. Um, and the only time I've been in a position where I've been a runner-up and I've not taken kindly to the winner was, I said, in 2014. Everyone who's beat me... <laughs> everyone who's beat me... Um, like, Soraya beat me in UK National Miss. Absolutely fantastic queen. Um, has a great message. Going back to, I got beat by Lauren Parkinson in 2017 as well. It was amazing. Such a great representation. Did so well in internationals. Um, you know, like, even my queens, like, even, like, in national pageants where it's not been a continuing, like, Ruth beating me. She's my girl. Love it. Um, <laughs> other stuff. That was, like, that was ages ago. That was 2015, that was. And there was that pageant. You didn't have to, like do any appearances afterwards perfect pageant practice um (laughs) but you know everyone who has has beaten me like if I've not placed like the winner was really deserved um apart from that 2013 so 2014 2013 the Miss Wiltshire that was not deserved at all um (laughs) but like 
I've not harbored anything because they put in the work hard because they knew that's why they wanted to win. They had a reason why they wanted to compete. And it wasn't just to have a bit of fun. It was, I want to do this with the title. I want to do that. Like, and I think it has, you have to have a really good attitude for pageants for that. Because if you always harbor like that bitterness towards the winner, because we can always joke and say, yeah, you should have won that. You should have done this. Like when I know, when I look back, I'm like, and I say this now, like, I was 100% ready to take that title last year. My body was not, you know? Everything happens for a reason. Like, your mind can be one place, your body cannot. Um, and it just makes me even more determined for this year, you know? There are other times where I didn't win. I said, the Yummy 2016, I did not win. I didn't deserve to win, you know? I hadn't put in I got beat by Sarah who is my fellow lifetime queen and hopefully fingers crossed we'll hear a baby announcement soon um another yummy girl um but like as in she's actually is like pregnant about to give birth like not just like wishing another pregnancy um <laughs> um but yeah like she deserved that title she was the longest person who had been in it she wanted it she knew what she wanted like she put the thought in compared to you know <laughs> most of us other girls who just literally like shoved everything on and like walked out there but the reason that we did that is because we knew what we were like in pageants like the girls who enter two weeks before a system and win is not because you're the whole like, oh, no charity, no appearances. It's because they had a message. They had something they wanted to do. I'm going to use Ceci as an example for Yemi this year. You know, she was a late entry, but she has a mission. She has a platform, you know, and she's shown by example of what she's done beforehand. Same with Jade in 2018. She entered two weeks before. Um, You know, she had a mission. She had something she wanted to get across. Like, um... And when you see the winners and people question it because they haven't been entered long, it's like they were the best on the, on the night. They were the best on the night. But also you weren't in the interview room. You don't know what that person's about. And also it's not the person that does the most that always wins. And this is why it's choosing the right system for you. If you are a person who is really proactive and does loads of things like that, you want to go for a pageant that rewards that. So go for a pageant that has like a reward system for appearances and for charity. Or go for a system that has an ambassador role, should you want to take that. Go for a system that rewards you on that. If you want a pageant system that is fun and there's no pressure, go for that. You know, go for, for that role. Um... I always like to know the terms and conditions of what I'm signing up for. And, you know, some systems have where you should do 12 appearances a year, you know, one a month or make a social media post every two weeks, something like that. Um, you know, it's common for a lot of pattern systems to have some sort of falling like that. Um, if you can't deliver that before you sign on to the pageant, you shouldn't be competing because you're signing up for something that you can't maintain. And this is not just me saying, you shouldn't do this because someone else could have that chance. It's also for you, because you know that you can't deliver that. So don't put yourself under that pressure of having to deliver it, if that's not something that you can obtain. You know, I'd love to have, I'd love to do so much more than I do right now. Um, actually really sad story, lol, um, <laughs> is that I had to cancel my gym membership because my sciatica pain is too bad that I can't actually make it to that gym. 
um I will be looking for a different gym that's easier to get to but you know I have to walk a bit of a distance and then I have to go upstairs and then you know it's sad I can't I can't work out there the pain is too much um and that was it's out of my control it's out of my limits my limitations are a certain amount I will then find something that suits me that accommodates me and it's the same with pageants you know so that's what you should be doing and honestly like it does it does boggle my mind that there are like some directors like yeah we want you to have fun but I want you to like take the words that people use for advertisement and I mean I'm a social media manager (laughs) for, (laughs) for a pageant so like I know what words I'm using, I know what words other people are using, and how we market it, and, and everything like that, but it's how you then project yourself, like, if you, and this also is another thing, when people are like, oh, don't ask this person, because they might be biased, and it's like, every person in pageantry is biased to a system, of course they are, they're going to be biased, there's always going to be a pageant you've had a great experience with, and a pageant you've not had a great experience with, I'm lucky that the systems that I haven't had great experiences with no longer run. Um, that's that's a that's a good blessing because it was right. Um, <laughs> but if you ask me for advice about what system, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell you two systems. You know the system I'm currently competing in, the system I work for. But that's because I know from my personal experience. However. One of those might not work for you. Another one might not work for you. You might really want to do an appearance book. UK's National Miss don't do appearance books. That's that passion now. You might not be able to afford internationals. That's that's the other system out. You might not feel ready or comfortable or, you know, it just might, might not be in, you know, especially for, for example, in June. Schooling, uni, exams. Not every system that works for me is going to work for you. And that's the same as when you enter it. So to queen or not to queen, um, think of yourself as what what are you? What are you as a pageant queen? What are you representing? And not you're not representing a system. You're representing yourself. The system just goes behind it. Like that's whatever says in your sash. That's the system, you know, that people are going to remember you for. I can compete in so many other systems and I will still always be remembered for being at Yummy. And that's the thing when I picked, when my when I won my award at Natural Beauty and Rebecca said, are there any Yummy girls that can collect it? Even though I'm not in Yummy and I haven't been an active queen for Yummy since 2019. Because I handed over my European. Of course, 2020, I handed over my international one and won the Lifetime Queen, which then technically means that I'm reigning forever. But that's not Yemi. That's Yemi and why am I? Even though that's obviously the international branch of it. But you will always be remembered for one system. You know, a lot of girls who <laughs> compete in Galaxy compete in other places. They're still being remembered for Galaxy. They're still being remembered for other pageants that they've competed in. There's always one that everyone will bring you back to. Um, as I said, same with movie stars, isn't it? you always remember them for one film but then someone else might remember them for another film so the thing with um pageantry is what do you want to be remembered for and what time can you give because if you can't give what you want to give don't enter that system just one obviously not take away from someone else but two to not put that pressure on yourself um because a lot of people enter these systems and like yeah i want to do it 
And I will always say, pageants will market themselves where they say you don't have these additional things. But they are there. If you're going to an international, there will be additional pressure because you need to prepare for an international. I'm not going to say it's easy and breezy. Um, <laughs> you can't just walk into it. You have to have some thought process behind it. If there's a national, you know that, you know, some of those pressures are taken off. Um, but if there is a pageant that's really like heavily on the role model side and like being an inspiration and, and stuff like that, you have to think of some elements. So if you're entering pageants where you can only don't like give up maybe, I don't know, five days of the whole year to be a queen, like five days, then don't enter a pageant system that is quite popular where there's going to be pressure on you to do more than five days, you know, because technically you only have to really give 12 to 14 days, depending on some people's contracts, you know, it's not hard, but it is quite hard for some things. Now, I don't know everyone's circumstances. So I said, for someone who, for me, who doesn't drive, I found ways to adapt, like how I can project my voice through podcasts and interviews and, you know, online projects and education, things like that. For someone else, that is their worst nightmare. They can think of nothing worse than sitting in their bedroom and recording episodes of interviewing with other pageant girls. They want to be out there, or they just don't want to be doing that at all. That's not their scene. Like, that's not what they enter pageants for. So that's not the system for them. So when you ask yourself, because I always enter a system where the queens are proactive. And when I say queens, if they have, like, a team of queens you know, at least a couple of them are active, because with a team of girls, not everyone is going to be on the same sort of levels, as in, like, not, like, levels of, like, well, this queen is better because I do this, like, everyone has different lives, so they have different, like, the pageantry takes a different, like, priority, so, you know, if they're really one of them, like, if a few of them are really proactive, like, yes, great, I want to be in that pageant, Like, I want to enter that pageant because I know that that's the sort of thing that I relate to. If not, enter a non-contract pageant. I hate it when they say there's no pressure. Like, I don't obviously hate them. They say no pressure. But, like, queens can just relax after the year. No, I don't relax as a queen. I've worked really hard to win this title. Why would I let it go to waste? You know? It's finding that balance. I'm not going to be at every single event every single weekend because I will burn myself out. But I want to make sure this crown is seen. You're going to remember me, you know. (laughs) So to take away from this episode, think about what queen you are. Think about what you want to be. If you want to be known as, and I've done this before, do you want to be known as a charity queen, like the appearance, like platform, like what sort of thing do you want to do? Um, But yeah, anyway... (laughs) <laughs> before we uh talk talk and more talk um it's just yeah it just really got me thinking sometimes when I see a phrase and it's just like I have to talk more about this and you know think of the system if you want to enter more than one system at once obviously don't double sash because double sashing is wrong but you know enter ones that you can compete in with non-claws there are loads of different charity pageants popping up now and loads of non-compete and honestly I recommend so many different pageants if you are stuck on your pageant journey about what you want to do and what you can like give you know because there are some pageants 
the unknown more for charity and there are others that are not. So I'm going to give the example of um, how the platform, for example, that works really well with um, with some pageants. The pageants is not needed at all. But people think that they have to have these, they have to have that. And it's not needed at all. Someone just looking at your personality, someone looking for fun. Um, but yeah, if you're stuck on like where to go for your next pageant journey, honestly, just drop me a message. I can tell you, like, you know, tell me what you want from a pageant and what you want to do and what you can give um, and what you want back because that's very important as well. And I can tell you what system, like... I can be very, like, unbiased in that way because you take out, like, your personal feelings because at the end of the day, I'm not the one competing. You are. It's your money. It's where your money is going. The same with coaching, the same with, like, um, pageant products and pageant events and stuff. Like, yeah, there's a personal investment of me with my handbooks and stuff but and the coaching, but if I can't get you in in, a, in an area or I can't offer you the service that you need or I just simply can't offer you the time, that's why we recommend other coaches. And that's why it's important. It's important to know, like, the strengths of a coach. Um, I've told so many of my clients, like, yeah, do walk training here, do walk training here. Like, great. Like, it's it doesn't mean that I'm a crap coach. <laughs> it means that I'm looking out for the best interest of my client. Because yeah, I can make you a bomb and a bomb isn't a good thing. Not you don't bomb an interview like <laughs> this is mad, like the millennial in me. <laughs> it's like, girl, why did you say bomb? <laughs> so I was gonna say bomb ass. There we go. I can make you bomb ass that interview. There we go. The dead ass. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I actually got a question about how much I say dead ass by one of my exes who still tries to message me sometimes. He's like, is that a new word you're saying? I was like, yeah, it just explains. It can be used in a context of any different thing. <laughs> However, back to pageantry. Um, <laughs> I can give you so many interview skills and that's what I'm going to do after this because I'm finishing up this podcast. I've got an evening of interview coaching um, I've got a weekend of coaching. March is really um quiet for me in terms of events, apart from, of course. So shout out to Mia. And I always get Mia and Maya. Like, I've known so many Mias. I only know one Maya, actually. Um, <laughs> like, but I always get... I think it's just the sounding of the word. But Mia is doing a woman's... um A woman's... I think it's for International Women's Day, but also we're in women's history month hello come on girl power um and it's got loads of different guest speakers on including of course queen of the galaxy maria we have um our missus as well and there's loads of different um amazing queens i think it's like five pound so go to her profile miss galaxy uk check that out that's next sunday um i will put it in my story as well at some point if i haven't i do apologize um <laughs> But I've got my ticket. And then, of course, on the 26th of March, we have our Sparkles and Rhinestones fifth birthday. Yes, it's our birthday month. We are five. Um, Don't claim the Pisces energy. <laughs> I'm a Taurus through and through. Although, technically, it would be Aries for where it is in the 26th. I can deal with that. I can accept that. Um, apologize to any Pisces. My mum's a Pisces, and that's why I don't vibe with that. Um. <laughs> Um, 
I do have many amazing friends who are Pisces. Uh, not for the Pisces slander. I'm just a Taurus. That's how I am. <laughs> but we do have our charity um, interview course. It's a two-hour course. And we're going to go through all of the interview. There's going to be some practical. But it's it's going to be in a way of like encouraging um, like how to form answers. Like loads of top secret stuff about... Not top secret, but like the secrets of pageantry um as well as cute little index cards of course with different interview scenarios and that might be a little added booster onto the interview flashcards which i still have yet to make because they are the one item that I can't just order and like then package off as soon as they arrive <laughs> oh if only it was that easy um but i hope you've enjoyed this really long podcast um yeah they do that they take a journey um but I will have to finish it now because I cannot be late for anyone and the room is dark. I need to set up my hydration station um, ready for everything. Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you have any topics that you want to talk about, um, I do have a list. And I need to, this wasn't even on the list. It was just that came to me when I needed to make the square for um, the Instagram page. But I want to do, like, because M- March is quiet, as in, like, events, like, actual physical events, um... I want to use this time to, of course, do my studies, which is what I need to do after my, <laughs> oh, studies are fun. Um, I just find pageant work so much more fun. Like, I really need a job, like, learning about women's history and things like that. Like, I need to be working like that, but I couldn't find any degree about that. So, just a hobby instead, apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if there's any subjects that you want covered or anything like that, just let me know because I want to do more videos. I'm going to do some videos um, about Canva. Um, we do also have our appearance book um, service. And of course, we have had a change in our price systems. And of course, you girls have been great with that. So thank you. I'm always worried about that. But as I said, I don't like to charge loads and loads um, because as I said, sparkles is not like a business business like it's not for giving me i was gonna say give me a car but i can't drive <laughs> you know um and i can't walk in really high heels anymore <laughs> it's just paying off my clear pay um no but like it's to make it so these skills are accessible for everyone um and i said i'd love to make it free but like if i did free one a lot of people wouldn't turn up for it which always happens. You'd be surprised with free events. Not many people turn up and they know it's free because they know they haven't lost anything money-wise. Um, and that's why I have these podcasts as well. These are free information service. Like, and that's why I want everyone to know about this. Um, but also, like, it is my time. Like, I have very limited time, like, to myself. So there has to be some sort of incentive for me to block out my evenings and helping people get you only so far <laughs> um yes thank you so so much for listening for all the support for all the votes um i hope to see some of you at the interview mass class that'd be amazing um but if not the next event i'll be at will be atlantic um because it is my daughter's day um and of course some handovers of some of my amazing clients 
Um, and I need to get on to their uh, handover gifts now. So I know what I'm going to do because I have an amazing girl who does the stuff that I want them to do. Um, but I'm not going to say just in case I listen, which I don't know if anyone is listening by now because like it's nearly been an hour. I was going to edit videos <laughs> for coaching, but here we go. Thank you so much for listening. This is the last time. Um, have an amazing weekend. <laughs>